Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Yo. Yo. It's your boy D Starks. Yo, Starks the artist. And you're tuned in to the Just Different Podcast. Where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and tap in. Uh, Let's so get into we, it. What are we getting into today? We're getting into full time ministry. Oh, okay. Okay. It happens on Monday. Mm. So basically, everything concerning basically evangelism. Okay. What everyone always talks about how it's important to be bold in your faith, right? Exactly. Exactly. But what does that actually look like? Okay. Like, how do I actually bring people to God? Right. You know, it's all about like in the Great Commissions, go out, make disciples mm. of, all of all nations. nations. Yeah. We 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 understand that's not just about encouraging other Christians and people mm. in the body, but influencing the lost and making God known to those who haven't experienced Him yet. Mm, exactly. So, so how, what, what does that look like? What, what is that? What, what's that? What's that? What's that about? Okay. So you talking about like for me personally? Sure. He <laughs> <laughs> said, "Sure, let's go with that." <laughs> uh, honestly, our tips I would give to to the listeners is it's not always about forcing God into every little conversation. Facts. I, I've Facts. I've realized from personal experience that God will give you opportunities. Especially if you make that your prayer, God give me opportunities. He will, He will give you opportunities to speak about them. So it's not always like going up to somebody and saying, "Have you accepted Lord <laughs> Jesus Christ into your heart?" Because <laughs> let's be real, like who wants to be hearing that exactly at you eight know, a.m., nine a.m. in the morning, second period, bro, no, after lunch. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to be hearing that. You know, <laughs> you're like, in the hell, right? There's oh. obviously there's obviously a place for that. There's a time and a place, and that sometimes it's necessary. Yeah, but it doesn't always have to be. So necessarily like assertive yeah. or in that manner, but sometimes that is the case. Yeah, you just gotta use your discernment in terms of like what situation you're in. Most definitely. But uh, yeah, that's just what I've learned uh, from experience. And and another thing is just like lights attract people. When when, when you're simply speak on that. Speak on that. <sighs> Let me get into it. Let me get into <laughs> it. Light, lights attract. So simply by just being you. And, and and being who God called you to be, people are going to attract to you. They're going to begin to ask you the questions. Like I saw you posting about this. What's that about? I saw you. Like why do you always seem so happy all the time? Like what's all that about? Because I, I get that question. I've gotten that question before. Like why do you always seem like so chill mm-hmm. and like unbothered? And I that was the opportunity right there. Right. So it's like simply you just walking it out and walking in your relationship with God. People are going to attract to you because ultimately, I feel like I, I mentioned this before, but you lead with your life. Mm, oh you lead yeah. with your life yeah as the bible says and what like i've mentioned before as well yeah they will see your good deeds and glorify your father in yeah. heaven yeah so from your work from your light from your gift from you walking in purpose and being who you're meant to be every day day in and day out that's gonna raise the question simple simple how, much, how, how you got so much peace bro mm, yeah how how you so content, yeah. fulfilled, yeah. joyful? Exactly. What what is that? Mm. And that's gonna be your opportunity there. Exactly, because sometimes that's how it presents itself. It's just like a actions speak louder than words. People are gonna care about care way more about what they see way before they care about what you say. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, if I'm saying one thing but I'm living a different way, like all my words have no weight. Like it doesn't matter anymore. Mm, so it's about your actions, about how you're living. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I'll and I'll and I'll say this, going along with that, in terms of, you know, 
presenting people with God and making that like starting that conversation, you can never lead people to a destination you're not acquainted with. They don't like that. You can't take people to a place you've never been. They don't like that. So in that same vein, you can't lead people to a God you haven't talked to in four weeks. You cannot. You can't take people to a savior that you don't even know. Talk so, so when we when we talk about this in terms of being like in full time ministry, your ability to speak or talk about him is going to stem from your knowledge of him. Mm, exactly. Of That's who good. he is. That's good. And what and, and what he stands for, because practically think like speaking, if someone comes up to me and asks, ask me about you. Yeah, right. Exactly. It, if I've never spent time with you. Mm. If I haven't, if I haven't had that intimate time mm-hmm. and being in proximity with who you are, your your habits, what's yeah. important to you, your yeah. principles, then I can't really give them much information at all. Because because you don't know me, I'm not I'm not acquainted. I'm not acquainted with mm, you. That's good. So how can how can I tell them about someone that I I don't know? Mm, you can't. You cannot. Uh, that's good. So it's important, like you know, when we talk about leading with your life. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Because as a byproduct of your intimacy and proximity with God, that's just going to automatically flow out. Exactly. So when they ask, you can you can give them that testimony. You yeah. can give them those answers and whatever that looks like. Yeah. That's good. You got anything else? Not yeah. And also, I would say that the kingdom is within you. The Bible says that the kingdom is within you. Yeah. So anytime someone encounters you, they should have an opportunity to enter it. Oh, my gosh. If the kingdom of God is in you, anytime someone encounters you, they should have an opportunity to enter it. Because we're ambassadors. Yep. We're, we're called to be ambassadors for Christ, which basically means that we are a direct reflection of who sent us. Yep. We were a direct reflection of who sent us, which is God himself. Mm. So as we walk, as we move, yeah, we should be reflecting who he is. Simple. You have to be the encounter. There, I was thinking about this earlier. There are people out there who have resolved in their minds that they, they will never step foot in the church. Whoa. That, mm. There is. There's people out there that have decided I'm never going to step foot in the church ever. So what about them? We, just, we have to meet them where they are. We have to be the encounter. We have to understand this, too. I'm so glad you brought that up, that the church isn't a building. Oh, my God. Do I need to break it down? Oh my God. I'm going to break it down. Break it down. The church isn't a building. I hope they got a notepads out. Really? It's not a building. It's a people. The church isn't a building. It's a people. The body of Christ, that's what the, the church consists of. Yep. Mm. So... It, it's not about going to church. It's not. You are the church. You are the church. So that that goes back to not limiting God to four walls, to one service at 10 a.m. on a Sunday. Because mm. why? It happens on Monday. There should be more people getting saved in hallways, yep. in cafeterias, yep. in classrooms, mm. in your workplace yep. than there are people. 
in the pews. Simple. Or the altar. Simple. You pew warmers? I need y'all to listen up. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, those encounters there are important, but that's but that same power, that same it can still happen outside of out that outside of that setting. It is not limited, and it's to, meant to. Yeah, it's not limited to any location. Church is really for the edification of believers. That's where we gather together, and then the rest of the week yep. is when we go out and make the disciples. Yep, we go on Sunday. We go on Sunday to get poured into. We go throughout the week to pour out. That's that's what it's about. So you you have to keep that in mind because I I thought that for the longest yeah me too I was stuck in that like I was I love like I love church as I should but it became almost ooh I saw this in the comments yeah. the other day I know what you're about to say and you and whenever too. you said um, that we need to put God on the throne and we're talking about how social media can be an idol friends can be idols yeah. um, and all these different things and someone said that church. Oh my. I was just about to say that. can be an idol, and that that shook me. It did, I bro. That's crazy. I was just about to bring that up. That same comment, I saw it too. Cause that that can happen. Even yeah. your church can be your idol. Yep. That you're worship you're worshiping the the, the building, the yep. place itself, the the ministry itself, rather than God. Exactly. And so now everything you center your life around is built upon two services every week. One on Wednesday too. So you're thinking you're thinking that the work is being done, but you're you're living you're limiting God. You are. You're putting them in a box. You're putting them in four walls. To a location, to a specific time. Come on. Come on. Bro, that's that's fire. Church can be an idol. That was yeah. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that was crazy." And along with that, God wants to be seen in every arena of the world, yep. and of the culture, and He needs to be. He He wants people in entertainment, yep, in music, yep, in business, say it, in politics, say it, in the film industry, yep. And the list goes on. Everywhere. He wants his glory everywhere. Everywhere. So that's why it's important. Your your gift is a testament to him. Whatever God has put in you, whatever passion, whatever desire, it's going to be a testament to him. Exactly. And who he is. So whether that's, why, like I said, through music, even yeah. through sports, he's going to let his glory shine through that because he wants his name glorified in every system in every place exactly and it's really strategic because i feel like people relate to different things more so for example the person so one person can relate to sports more and another person can relate to music more hmm. but, you know what i mean so it's like that's why he has he needs to be in every arena because there are people who relate to music more there are people who relate to sports there are people who relate to movies like so there needs to be representation everywhere Cause you never know, you can save a soul through what a song, yeah, through a production. Simple, seeing seeing you walking boldly in your faith in the locker room, yeah, on the mm -hmm. field, mm -hmm. on the court, yeah, in the office, exactly. So that's why it's important, yeah, and it it's everywhere, yeah, full full time ministry, simply, yeah.
What you got over there? All right, so basically we're, we're talking about uh, ministry happens on Mondays. And I was actually watching Miles Moreau, and he brought up something so good. And I feel like this whole issue, it really comes from we have to realize why we were created. We weren't created to worship God. I think people have that common misconception. Like, I'm on this earth to worship God. I think that's where uh, one of the main reasons why we're so, like, caught up on the Sunday is, like, I go to church to worship God, and that's what he wants from me. Oh, God didn't just save you to get to heaven. Say it again. God didn't just save you to get to heaven. Oh, He saved you. That was a part of it. Yeah, yeah. That was a part of it. He didn't just save you to get to heaven. He saved you so you could have the ability to bring heaven on earth. Thy will be done. Thy king. Wait. Thy will be done on earth as As it is is in heaven. That was a part of it was your salvation. But the rest of it was so that he could get his glory through you. Exactly. There's work to be done. Mm. There is. There is work to be done. But now go on. My bad. I didn't but yeah, actually what I have to say plays into that. It's like you were saying uh, he created us to bring heaven down to this earth because we have dominion on the earth. And that, that's that's mainly why God created us. It says, Mosmer was talking about it. There's a scripture in the Bible, Genesis 2, 5. It says, now no shrub had yet appeared on earth and no plant had yet sprung up. For the Lord had not sent rain on the earth and there was no one to work the ground. So it's saying here that he had not let anything grow because there was no one to work the ground. And it goes on goes on to say why he created Adam and Eve is because there was no one to work the ground. So he created us to work, not to worship him. He created us to govern what he created and grow and grew on this earth. That's why we're created. So I think that's when, once we realize that, we'll get out of that mentality of, oh, it's just on Sundays. I'm here to worship God. That's why I'm that's a part. That's a part of it. Your worship is a part of your your life and your walk in faith. But there is more. There is more. That's the management piece you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To work. So I wonder what's not growing. I wonder what what's in a dry season. What. I wonder what's staying stagnant in your environment, in your school, mm. in your family, mm. in your household, because God can't find anyone to work. Oh, my gosh. Why aren't you working the ground? He can't find anyone to partner with him to get his will done. Yeah. That's really what it's about when we talk about ministry and yeah. in every space. It's getting what he wants done in that environment and manifesting it. Exactly. Because, hmm, as I said before, since the kingdom is within you, yeah, the kingdom is within you, if we're not seeing the kingdom of God on earth, it has nothing to do with his inactivity but our own. They don't like that. They, so if it's in us, if the kingdom of God is within us, exactly, yeah, I keep yeah. reiterating it, but I, I want y'all to get this. If it's in us and we're not seeing it on earth, it has nothing to do with what God's not doing and everything to do with what we're not stepping into. Oh my gosh. They love to blame God. Your, your, 
lack of self-improvement is negligence to the kingdom of God. You staying stagnant and not stepping into your fullest potential is not expressing the kingdom. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, ministry happens on Monday. So what does that practically look like, though? You know what I mean? Like that conversation of someone maybe like, yo, like, okay, how do I give my life to Christ? Mm. Or things like that. Obviously, you know, we're talking about like a broad topic because it's always going to present itself in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. You're not always going to, it's not always going to be a conversation. Mm. Like you said, like God would prefer you worship him with your actions. Right. Than with your words. Yeah. So sometimes it's going to be through what? You, your daily walk and someone noticing that and how they come to God. Mm. Right? Yeah. But so what but what would you say in terms of like the per, like the experiences that you've had with that like conversation like, you know, cuz sometimes it can be weird. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like what am, like what am I supposed to say? Like <laughs> what is this? I, I don't know cuz he's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's so good. <laughs> he is great. No, no that's no. all I got for you. I think there have been a couple instances where it has been awkward and I feel like sometimes that's unavoidable. That's a part of the the process though. Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah. But uh I think the more you get used to it, you'll start to learn like the language and certain like what to say the more you get used to the mm. questions. So but um what saying like what that looked like for me. Yeah. Uh so, um one thing that I've noticed personally with my own experiences is that when when you get that opportunity, you don't always have to like preach their air off. I think that when you get the opportunity, so the door is open there, and then you're in, and then you 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 give them an answer, but don't like necessarily like you know like go into like a whole oh Jesus came and died and rose in three days and all that like don't preach their air off, but like give them um like a little bit of your testimony i guess like that's what i did at least is like yeah i just feel like um god saved me personally and i'm just using my gift to glorify him something some little like that right and then that'll lead them to ask more questions at least that's what i've noticed at least in my own personal experiences it leads to more questions so it's not always about you know giving them a full sermon right then and there in that moment no it makes sense like it's case by case as well. Like so, if you need to, you know, go ahead and pull out the book and go crazy. You know, do your do your thing. Yeah. But along with that, what I would say is something that our mother taught us that has stuck with me the rest of my life is that one man plants, oh, yeah, that's good. one man waters, yep, and another reaps to harvest. Yep. So in terms of your encounter that you have with someone about faith and coming into Christ, they may not get saved off that. Right. But you never know where that seed that you planted in them mm-hmm. is going to be five years from now. Yep. Yep. They'll be somewhere at, at work or at some place yeah. in their life, and they'll remember the conversation that they had with you. Exactly. In their lowest moment or at, in some situation or juncture in their life. And they'll remember the, how bold you were in your faith. That's really good. You you can't be discouraged because that's something I personally had to do with heavy. Mm. It's like I was discouraged because I felt like, I wasn't doing enough or like not enough people were getting saved, but it was like, you have to realize you're planting seeds. You never know when that seed is going to grow. It could grow 10 years from now, five years from now, but that person is going to remember what you said to them. That's what I had to remind myself. Like, yo, chill out. Like you're planting seeds. And never, <clears throat> never underestimate it, especially your influence. Exactly. I wonder how many people will come to Christ, will give themselves, 
give their life to the Lord, will submit to his will for their life off of your obedience. Mm. But you don't know it. You it won't ever know. Ooh. That's another thing I had to come to terms with. Sometimes you'll never know. And you'll never know. Mm. Johnny from third period. <laughs> hey. He 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 saw the way that you walked in love. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Impatience. Kindness. You might not even have said a word to him. And because of that, three years later, he's a youth pastor. It's like, you know what? I remember what you call it from third period. Like, it they, was they was fire. They were. They were. Mm. That's good. So yeah, don't be 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 encouraged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if it seems like a loss, you just never know what's going to, you know, what what God's going to do. Because ultimately, it's up to Him. Then they the have their own process. You can't force it and or manipulate it any any which way. They're going to come to Him as you know. They will. Yeah. God will provide the growth. One man mm. plants, another man waters. God will provide the growth. And the one reaps the harvest. Yep. Mm. That's good. That's really I'm good. glad you brought that scripture up. I forgot. I totally forgot yeah. about that one. That's no, good. That, that, that is, is really good. good. No, yeah. Evangelism in the 21st century. Yeah. Mm. What's it really look like? Oh yeah. So, you got anything else for the people? Uh, I think we'll leave leave them with that though. That's a good one. That's a gem right there. So this that's all we got. I think that. I what think you gonna leave? Is. What you gonna leave them with? Till next week. Do not be discouraged you have more impact than you think you do real talk i've been in your shoes i've been in your shoes i felt like i I was doing all the right things i was being an example but no no one's life was being changed that's what my that's what my mom was telling me Mm. why why are people not being saved Mm. that's a righteous anger because you want people to come to god you're frustrated you're mad you're asking you why is it not happening why is it not taking place Mm. what am i not doing right don't be discouraged one man plants, one man waters, another reaps the harvest. Yep. Keep planting your seeds. Keep planting them. Keep planting them. You're going to change the world. Make sure you do it on Monday. What's going to happen on Monday? Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> <laughs> stay you. Stay real. Stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. See y'all next Much time. Much love.